0: Moving in retirement can earn you an extra $100,000 or more. A mortgage company rescinds their foreclosure on a reverse mortgage borrower who was a fire victim. And the Massachusetts House votes on spending bill with money for remote reverse mortgage counseling. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of March 13th. You're listening to Hackam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Moving in retirement can unlock a big pot of money to help you fund those post-work years, says a recent column in CNBC. In 2019, the typical homeowner, 60 and older, who sold their home or relocated to a cheaper housing market, accessed nearly $100,000 in home equity. That according to new research published by the Vanguard Group. Now, what are the typical reasons why someone would sell? We'll get to that in a minute, but the typical person at the top 10th percentile even made more money when moving, 347000 by using the retire and relocate strategy Vanguard found. A quarter of all U.S. retirees do have the potential to shore up their retirement by moving to a cheaper market, says the report. While the maneuver is not right for everyone, it can give them a cushion to have more cash flow in their retirement years. The average homeowner 60 and older has about 223000 in retirement savings, said the report, a sum which may be inadequate for retirement income and cash flow. It's definitely part of the conversation when you look at Overwell Wealth Planning, said Lauren Wybar, a certified financial planner and senior wealth advisor at Vanguard. Real estate is an arm of their nest egg. I couldn't agree more. If you're working with realtors or originating for Purchases, you'll want to listen to this. It says retirees moving from a primary residence on the West Coast, that would be Washington, Oregon, and California, and also the Northeast are generally those that are in the best position to unlock a significant portion of home equity when they retire, sell, and relocate. That due to the relatively high home values in those states. Those from Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, and Florida may also be well positioned. However, it should be noted that those moving from the Midwest, perhaps in a lower value market, are not going to stand to benefit from the home equity extraction on relocation. 80-year-old Ed Sharp was among more than 1,000 people who lost their homes in the Marshall Fire in Colorado, and he generally takes life in stride, says a recent report in CBS Colorado, but the last year has even tested his patients. His new manufactured home arrived a little over a week ago, and if not for Boulder County Treasurer Paul Weissman, he may have lost it too. Because he has a reverse mortgage and the house has to be his primary residence. If he's living somewhere else for longer than a year, says the column, regardless of the reason, federal regulations allow his mortgage company to foreclose on the property, which is exactly what happened to Sharp. Boulder County Treasurer Paul Weissman did have his radar up for foreclosures in his county and he noticed one foreclosure in the area where fire victims had lost their homes. In fact, only one home had been rebuilt Within a year, so he reached out to Sharp immediately to say, Your mortgage company is planning to sell your home on June 15th. We didn't know about it, said Sharp. His daughter in law, Maggie, had been in touch actually with the mortgage company for the last year and had even signed an affidavit from the mortgage company last fall saying that the property was still Ed's primary residence. Yet, she says, the company didn't even warn them for the foreclosure. CBS News Colorado aired the story on Monday explaining the situation. And two days later, Maggie called them to say that the mortgage company had rescinded the foreclosure. That's all I heard. It got settled. That was it. Stories such as these have many reverse mortgage professionals looking again to the need to improve servicing of reverse mortgages and avoiding situations especially such as the one that Mr. Sharp encountered. And in our final story, the Orange and Blue Press reports that the Massachusetts House is preparing for a formal session in which they will vote on a redrafted version of Governor Maura Healey's fiscal year 2023 supplemental budget, and it includes nearly $1 billion of immediate mead spending. Now, the House Ways and Means Committee bill has a net cost of $223 million, and that includes bonding authorizations, but it also extends popular pandemic era policies. Here's the key takeaway for reverse mortgage professionals in the state of Massachusetts. The bill makes a proposal to make permanent the authorizations for remote notarization services, remote reverse mortgage counseling, and remote shareholder and board of directors meetings for nonprofits. So good news if you're originating in the state of Massachusetts. It seems they're putting some funding behind reverse mortgage counseling, even remote reverse mortgage counseling. So that is good news. If you have any other details and you're originating in that state, please send us an email at info at Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heckam world weekly the nation's only weekly podcast for reverse mortgage professionals apple users don't forget you can also listen and subscribe on itunes If you have not gone to Heckinworld.com, you'll want to go there because each and every week we provide video commentary and analysis. And this week, we bring you a special exclusive interview with Alyssa Prieto of Longbridge Financial, where she discusses a recent encounter where someone said a borrower, a reverse mortgage borrower, had shame after getting the loan. Why is that? And how can we overcome it? That concludes it for this week, and we'll see you again for more reverse mortgage news on the go.